Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode three of Husker Hype Radio. Are you frozen or what the fuck? Are you frozen? You had me on the edge of my seat there, Ed. I'm Eddie Rosenthal. That's Aaron Warsfold. We're back here another week, another great day to record a podcast. I'm fired up, dude. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday, Ed. Yeah, we're recording. What's today? The 30th, last day of April. The last day of April. It's going by so quick, isn't it? It's going by so quick. Summer's right around the corner. What's what's the vibes like in SoCal? It's probably beautiful weather, sun shining. It is, bud. Yeah, it's a little, it honestly is a little gloomy today, um, but weather's really picked up. I mean, the start of the start of the uh, year for Southern California it had more rain than Seattle, believe it or not. LA had more rain than Seattle. That's so that was kind of that. Shit. Yeah, I was, I was tired of it. Um, but now it's getting nice, dude. Beautiful weather, like 70 degrees and 70 degrees and sunny in Southern California, baby. Come on. Gotta love it. Here's Lola the dog with a sock in her mouth. Friend of the program. Friend of the program. Cade's dog. DJ Faders at Stagecoach this weekend. At Stagecoach, dude. Country Music Festival. Hottest babes in the world, dude. Just a babe fest is what I've heard. Not from Cade because he has a girlfriend. But from... I've heard, yeah, about the internet. Yeah. They're all wearing Daisy Dukes and their half of their butt cracks are showing. It sounds like a time. I wish I would have went, man, but I got a housewife radio to do, bro. You know, we got we got more important things to do. Yeah. Yeah. The weather here's shit. It's like the wind's blowing. So hard. It's freezing cold. When you walk outside, the dog's like like, what the fuck is it? Yeah, he's not enjoying it. Pissing on himself because in... it's so windy. Yeah, well, he, he grew up being a dog in Southern California, man. So I but but he's probably acclimated. He he's got a he's got yeah. a nice hide on him. Dude, and he's got a great set of fur on him. Found three ticks on homeboy today. Oh, dude, Walnut Creek, that that place is filled with ticks, dude. Well, we went we went to the old vet on Wednesday. He was good, gave him a bath on Wednesday after the vet. There was nothing on him when I saw him, and so I don't know what the fuck he got into the last couple of days. Damn. So yeah, hopefully he uh, doesn't have a lot the Lyme's disease. What'd you do with the ticks? Did you burn them with fire? Flushed them down the toilet. Nice. Yeah. No, but other than that, we got softball tonight. I uh, playing second base tonight, not right field as usual. Our second baseman's out, so you know me, Mister Utility. I'll play wherever you want, coach. Next week, I'm I'm actually gonna pitch. I'll be the pitcher. Yeah, Dial it in there, player, dude. You do whatever you got to do. Exactly. What you want? I like to think of myself like a Husker football player. Whatever Coach Rule wants me to do, I'm gonna step up and I'm gonna do it the best of my ability. If Matt Rule called you next week and he said, "Aaron, I need a guy who's hyped up, who loves Nebraska football, and I need you to be the quarterback behind Jeff Hims for the team," would you do that? No, yeah. I've often often dreamt about just getting the call or like trying out and just trying to be a walk-on for Nebraska and just being the glue guy in the gym or in the locker room and just being like that guy, just getting every routed up and be like, all right, boys, every How day, let's fun. get it. Dude, what if Matt Rule hired us as like hype hype boys on the sideline? I mean, he should. We could just we could literally just be like under the staff. Aaron, Aaron Worsfold, Eddie Rosenthal, hype masters. Yep. Hype Direct, masters. Directors of morale, directors of hype. Yes. Directors of hype. And just get the boys absolutely fired up every single day, five o'clock in the morning. I'm screaming, I'm yelling, I'm hooting and hollering. I'm fucking chugging roulade. I might be drinking a little bit of fireball too, probably what I honestly will be doing. I'm not going to give that to any of the players. But they're gonna feel my energy. Yeah. And they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna be like, whoa. There's and, something and imagine a couple of of transfers or high school recruits coming to visit 
visit Nebraska yeah. and they got us being out there yeah. saying hello to everybody, walking them in, holding the door open, getting them fired up for the visit. Right. Dude, why haven't they already called us? Well, it's you, funny because I just talked to Trev the other day and he said that he'll bring that down to Matt and see what he can do for us. He really wants it. We, he has room in the budget. He said he's, he's so, you know, guys, you might see us on the sideline this fall. We might not be doing any broadcast at all. We might, I'm, he said that he could probably get a private jet over to orange County every weekend. And I'll be there just for Saturdays and wherever they're playing um, I don't know. I kind of said, you know, I got Huskype radio. I got a lot of people counting on me. I got tons of people counting on me for the stream and stuff. So it might happen, but probably count on it not because we got Huskype radio to do. Yeah. Yeah. We have more important things than me going to the games. You know, actually speaking of that, I don't, are we going to the Colorado game? Cause I, I, I was pitched an offer to go travel over that same weekend and and i'm curious what where your head's at are you still going to the game dude i think i my I, my mind is pretty set on on being there to see nebraska annihilate colorado and and dumb Dion sanders yeah and Dion cut what like 40 guys in the last few months but he's getting some transfers you got a guy from alabama a guy from tennessee he's getting some boys over there they did. Let's let's talk about transfers, dude. Um, yeah. Fucking we we've got we had some guys transfer to over the weekend. Probably uh, the biggest one is our boy Casey Thompson. Mm-hmm. Kind of a surprise. Um, didn't play at all in the spring game. You know, he came off that so- shoulder surgery, but um, he entered the transfer portal. I think what like a day or two after the spring game, and nobody really expected that i mean he posted videos of him throwing on his instagram and then all of a sudden next morning he entered the transfer portal kind of surprising i i there were a couple handful of like beat husker writers that were saying that that's an option because sims came in and he kind of took over the spot with the new staff but it was peculiar the the order of events of being on the sidelines, being like with the program. Although we don't know the behind the scenes stuff, but from what well, this is what I'm seeing as a spectator, as a dumb fan I am. And he's out there, he's for the boys. He's trying to win a starting position, maybe. He's he's injured. He posts the video of him coming back in the in the practice facility. And then like a day or two later, he enter, enters his name in the portal. Right. And from my understanding, I thought that he was throwing and doing things during spring practice. So did he just get beat out? And I mean, this is the last year to play college ball. And he obviously once has aspirations to go to the NFL. So he needs somewhere to play. I don't think that he wants to be a backup, but I mean, now spring ball's over. Um, I heard that he's visiting Auburn today. Really? Yeah, that's, that's his big one. A lot of people are saying that he could possibly go to Auburn. They just got a new head coach, Hugh Freeze, and they kind of need a guy like Casey was last year for us to, you know, have, have, a, a, have solid, a spark, a guy who's had experience at the quarterback position. But, yeah, it's interesting, dude. It's sad to see him go, but we got Jeff Hims. Yeah, I feel great about him. Uh, Mr. Hims, as I like to call him. And – he brings the second dual, you know, the, he's a dual threat guy, he brings the running ability that Casey didn't have. He's got a cannon for an arm. Go, go. Fo- hey, this is a good, good spot to tell him, go follow the Instagram, the TikTok, the stuff. Cause we had some good content there this week. Bleed red shit corn. Uh, buddy's got a cannon for an arm. Love to see that. He does. And I think that uh, watching him in the spring game, he threw a lot better than he did at Georgia tech. Tight spiral. Oh my mm-hmm. God. And unlike Casey Thompson, he's more of a guy that can run the football, dude. He's, uh-huh. he's Lamar Jackson-esque is what people are calling. He's, he wears that running back face mask, you know? I, I like – I get Anthony Richardson vibes from him, just a big body. Yeah. Hopefully, I'd be kind of – I don't know how much he weighs, but, dude, if he plows through some boys, create some physicality – Exactly, dude. And I mean, so it's it's right now in the quarterback room, it's Jeff Sims, it's Chubba Purdy, 
and it is Heiner Karbar. So three, and then also transferred Logan Smothers and Richard Torres just transferred, uh, entered the transfer portal this past week. Um, two other quarterbacks. Uh, Smothers played, he's, did he, he I want to say he maybe started a game or two last he, year. He for sure started that game when Adrian was out against Iowa when we were up like three quarters of the game. He started that one for sure. I yeah. think he started – did he start against Rutgers too, I believe, that week in case he was out? I think he started that game too and then Chuba came in or vice yeah. versa. But he, yeah. he probably played a good like five to six, seven, eight games. I like Smothers. It's, it's kind of shitty. I think he was a four-star, five-star coming out of high school and – it's tough because he just you like the kid and when he was put in and he stayed with the program for what three four years under different head coaches and you want to see him flourish but mm-hmm. sometimes he's got to go to green, greener pastures kind of another guy like him on offense Alante Brown wide receiver mm-hmm. did, did a lot of kick returns for us some some a little bit uh at the wide receiver position last year he transferred He's out. A lot of people saying Michigan State possibly looking at him heavy, and another guy who wished the best for. But we got new guys coming in, and that's just kind of what happens with the new head coaches. You, you, you know, if they bring in Joshua Fleeks, Billy Kemp, and it is what it is, my brother. But there's only one ball. There's only one ball. There's only one ball, dude. Um. Who else on the offense? Uh, I don't think anybody else on the offense. The mm-hmm. defense transfers, though. We got Noah Pola Gates. That's a sad one. Think, yeah, he he really is like a good guy out of high school. Um, Alabama really wanted him. Uh, I don't think that he played really at all, though. But he was very he was a guy who a lot of people thought that he was going to be super good. Jaleel Martin just transferred like an hour ago this just in breaking news from husker hype radio jaleel martin in the transfer portal and when you hear this on a friday <laughs> it'll be five days old <laughs> he gone um another guy that didn't play really but had a lot of um what's the word i'm looking for a lot of potential mm-hmm uh, him and then Stefan Wynn, kind of a shocker for me, played a lot last year on that line. But as we said last week, we're moving to that 3 3 5 defense. So there's three defensive linemen instead of four guys. And Stefan Wynn's a big guy in the middle. And I think that we already got that with Ty Robinson and um, Stefan Wynn. You know, he's a big body, was from Alabama, but. I don't think – I think we're moving to a more, like, more athletic guys on that defensive side on the ball. And Stefan, he's he's a big – he's a big boy. He's a big boy. Um, yeah, I'm fired so up I just to see think, that. I'll go ahead, Ed. I just don't think that that's what we're looking for on defense anymore is a guy like Stefan Wynn. And wherever he goes, best of luck to him. But, yeah. You know, I want to talk about the defense. I was reading up on homie Tony White. I didn't know much about him. I kind of am excited for this defensive scheme. I'm kind of, I was kind of afraid because we're losing so many safeties and DBs the last handful of weeks or whatever. Mm-hmm. But last year with Syracuse, he was fifth in yards allowed and points per game in the ACC. So one of the better defenses in the ACC ranked top 30 nationally in total defense for the last two years and and ranked top 10 in defensive touchdowns last two seasons that that fires me up you know when you can score points on defense i mean look at iowa penn state ohio state tcu these are teams that were on the top side of defensive scores and they also won a lot of fucking games and had great defenses yeah yeah that's that's good shit, dude. I think that, um, yeah, if you can score on defense, if we can fucking make touchdowns and score on defense, that's huge, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, that's if we don't need to get all our points from the offense and defense can snag a couple and take them back to the house, fucking momentum the- changers, too. Momentum yes. changers, huge, huge momentum changers. And we got guys out there, we got guys out there. 
guys out there that want to play football that are fast and ready to fucking rock and roll, dude. Some Nebraska kids, some athletes from wherever you want to be. They're going to do it this year, and I'm I'm excited, just like you are, dude. Excited. Um, how about that offensive scheme? We got Mr. Marcus Satterfield coaching the offense, and uh, we had a little uh, – we, we tweeted this morning, you know, what, what the fans want us to talk about on, on this pod, and good friend of the program, E-Rock, you know him, you love him. Um, he was talking about the offensive scheme and, and kind of what we showed in the spring game versus what we're going to show our first game – of the season against Minnesota. And he says, he thinks it's going to look a lot different, dude. A lot. Di- you don't want to, cause, cause think about it. We have a new, we have a new coach, new team, new offensive scheme. We're not going to show new players. Us, yeah. New players. Like, so it's going to be really hard for Minnesota. They got, think about it, dude. They got to look at South Carolina's offense. They got to look at old Matt rule offenses from Baylor and temple they got to look at like players like Billy Kemp. They got to look at Virginia's like, so it's just a lot of shit that they have to prepare for because they haven't seen any of our offense yet. And they're by golly, you bet your, you bet your bottom dollar. They're going to look at that spring game. Cause that's the only thing that they got on, on the new Nebraska football team. Right. So you don't give us, you, they don't want to show all their eggs, dude. You yeah. And I feel like we have a read on PJ Fleck in general. Like, Minnesota's good the last handful of seasons, but you're right, Eddie. We definitely have the advantage in that in that aspect. Yeah, and he he was saying like the tight end use. You know, we're we're gonna have. We saw a little bit of Fedoni. He had like a two three yard catch, and that was it. But there's another guy, Eric Gilbert, who transferred from Georgia. I don't think we saw a lick of him, dude. He's gonna be like the guy that comes out. Or you, you know you're you're doing the pregame warmups and you see six foot seven Eric Gilbert on that other side and you go who the fuck is that motherfucker? Is he thirty years old, bro? Is this guy even able to be playing college football? Like they have nothing on this guy except for his tape at Georgia. So and LSU, he was at LSU before he was at Georgia. So I I think that that's something like that we're gonna be trying to you know used to our advantage we didn't show too much of what we're going to run in the spring game at all and our fullback use as well kind of we had a lot of um nate bowkircher in there number 49 and i think that he's kind of the guy who will be mostly fullback but then i'm also kind of excited to see like could we put maybe tight ends in there as well i mean nobody's listed as a tight uh, as a fullback sorry on the roster so i feel like we're going to see guys who are tight ends maybe possibly some running backs at the fullback position like uh like so we can have both two running backs that can run the ball and block you know gabe Irvin yep. jr big than ramir johnson get both of those guys in there at the same time money Butter. Would have been nice to still have Yance big ass out there, dude, with this new fullback. 100%. Yeah, yeah. That's a big mofo that we could have had out there just I plowing know. through guys. Because, you know, it's it's going to be certain packages, obviously. It's like, a, you know, we're going to have certain schemes and, and situations where we'll run it, and that would have been sick, which is what Yant was doing last year, I feel like. Yeah, and then if we're gonna like run the option too, think about how 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 much that opens up. If you got two running backs instead of a fullback, like you run the triple option, and you got either a guy to give it up the middle, a fast running back guy, or you got a guy to pitch it out to, who's fast and can juke and jive. And and your and our our quarterback Jeff Hibbs, fast certified fast. Hey Three. boys, we got we got skill positions. We got dogs out there. Yes. Fuck, dude. We can put fucking anybody in that fullback position, dude. It's going to be exciting to see who gets back there and how and how often they rotate it, how often they rotate the running backs. I feel like we're going to see a dude. I feel like we're going to see mostly Jeff Sims in at quarterback, but Chuba is also a guy who can run. 
Mm-hmm. Heinrich Harbarg is a guy who's not afraid to lower his shoulder. That's a quarterback. And I feel like he's an athlete who could play the fucking fullback position, bro. Give it a little quick pitch to him. Throw it down the field. Backyard football. Who knows what we're going to see, dude? We didn't. We did not show a lot of our spicy secret sauce during that spring game. So, I and you know, and you know, when we find out more, this is the place you want to hear about it. We have the scoops. We know what's going to be talked about. We have we have connections with the team, with the offense, with the coaches, with the players. So, if, so make sure to tune in. Husker Hype Radio will have the scoop first. Tune in, baby. This is where it's at. Tell your mom, dad, aunt, uncle, brother, sister, cousin, nephew. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and share this 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 with one other person right now. We'll give you about five seconds, and then if you're ready to talk about the draft, yeah, yeah, dude, the draft. Um, honestly, not really a good showing for the Huskers. In no, the not great. Not that good. Especially when Iowa has three in the first fucking round, bro. That hurts. They had three in the first round. Yeah, yeah, they had two in the first, like top twenty. I'm very, for sure. I do. I'm pretty sure it's three as well. Those pussies, bro. I know. Awesome? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, well, Jack Campbell's a linebacker. I think. I think it was two O linemen and one defensive player, or vice versa. Jack Campbell, he is a dog, though. Yeah, he's a dog. Yeah, he's a certified yeah. dog. White boy too. Yeah, I like Jack Campbell. He's a smart football player. Yeah, you know, you know, as much shit as we like to talk on the Iowa Hawkeyes, there's been a couple times Eddie and I have called each other after certain games and been like, "You see that Iowa defense? That's a hard nosed fucking defense." And that's all I want to say about that because I don't want to give them their flowers. Don't even, don't even talk about. I'm giving them too much flowers right yeah, now. You but. are. You are. It hurts. Well, I kind of feel bad because we were just shitting on them two weeks ago, but, you know. Yeah. Fuck them. They're weird, bro. Yeah. Not even a real animal. (laughs) Not even a real animal. First first boy drafted O'Shawn Mathis to the Rams. Love that. Good for him. O'Shawn Mathis. Um, I'm going to take a hot take here and say I'm glad we had him on our team last year. But I feel like Buddy might have had a higher draft stock if he would have went to the draft right after TCU. I think that he did a lot better at TCU than he did at Nebraska. And I'm I'm glad he got drafted, but I just kind of want to think of if he left TCU and went to the draft where he would have been because I feel like he was very hot coming out of TCU and didn't do too much at Nebraska this year. Helped on the defense, but he wasn't the guy that we thought he was going to be. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, we talked about this after certain games, and you're like, I just feel like I never heard his name called that much. For a guy that you want to wreck the game and get to the backfield and get tackles for losses and sacks, I feel like he he didn't get his nose in it that that much. Right. Next up, uh, so Mathis drafted at 189. Two players later, three – can't do math. Two or three players later, whatever it is. Trey Palmer, TP3, our boy, drafted at 191 to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So this is a guy that actually that's probably reverse of O'Shawn. He he really popped off at Nebraska because I feel like he didn't have that much film at LSU. He had a couple of returns, punt returns for touchdowns. But other than that, not much to show for that guy. But after Nebraska, buddy, he went off. Single season record for, rece- for reception yeah. yards. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Trey Palmer, I think, other, yeah, like you just said, he needed this season at Nebraska, and he really did what he had to do. Thought he would have got drafted higher, honestly. Um, I think fastest that, receiver in the in the draft class at the combine. Right. right. So uh, Tampa Bay got a steal with that young man right there. Good all. draft value, as they call it in the in the in the business. Yeah. And, dude, I mean, it honestly doesn't matter where you get drafted. I mean, how many first-round guys have been bust? You, you think of every quarterback that's drafted in the first round, how many of them actually become great NFL quarterbacks? You know? Yeah. It's just yeah. kind of – it's – It's arbitrary. They're just putting money and stake into a person that they think will do well for them in years down the road. 
Right. And then you got a man named Tom Brady who was drafted in the seventh round, and now he's got seven rings. So you really don't know what the hell is going to happen. Trey Palmer, he's a dog. He's fast. O'Shawn Mathis. I might go up to some Rams games and see the boy, see the young man play this year. Good point. Yeah. Um, who else we got? Undrafted free agents. We got four of them. First up, Garrett Nelson, G. Nelly, a guy who I like to say last year is the is the epitome of a Nebraska football player. You know, came he's a he's a farm boy from Scottsbluff, Nebraska. Came through, absolutely love. He bleeds reds and shits corn. He's a freaking, he's a black shirt. He's the definition of a black shirt. And he got a free agent offering from the Dolphins. Love to see that for him. Yeah, that's he a good, and the Dolphins are on the come up, man. They'll they'll be good in years to come. So it's cool to see him on a team. Hopefully he gets some playing time and hopefully we see him in the postseason. Yes, sir. Travis Voklik, I feel like good, good, good for him with the Ravens. What do you yeah. tell me what you think out here? Um, I mean, we've kind of had a lot of tight ends in the past years getting getting drafted. Who uh what's fucking dog, dude? Um, we got uh this dumb bitch. Austin Allen last year. Austin no idea Allen. who the I don't even know if he's on a roster still. Jack Stoll is doing very yep. well at the Eagles. Yeah, that's true. Good one. And now we got um, Travis Vokalek, who just got a free agent signing to the Ravens. And I joined think they... OBJ, OBJ, Lamar OBJ, Jackson. Lamar just got that big contract. Yeah, that'd be fun to see him catch some balls from Lamar or block downfield for uh, our good buddy Lamar. Um. Yeah, and then Brady Weiss, you probably don't know his name because I didn't even know his name, but he was the guy who snapped the long balls for the kicking, the long snapper, a.k.a. for Nebraska in the past couple seasons, got uh, chosen to the Texans. Good for Brady. Yeah, good for him. Caleb Tanner to the Jets. Hopefully the Jets are good. They just got Rodgers. We actually have not touched on Rodgers at all to the Jets. Dude, I'm going to tell you. Um, can I go? Yep. I'm going to tell you right now, dude. I freaking love I freaking love Aaron Rodgers. I think that I, I don't really have a big like NFL. Like I don't have an NFL team. I think that the Jets are going to be my team this year, bro. Aaron Rodgers is He's just a real guy, man. He doesn't care what people think about him. He's going to go do ayahuasca in the offseason and have revelations and tell people about it. And he's not going to be vaccinated. He's going to tell people about it and go on the Joe Rogan experience and not care what people think. And, and I just think that that's – he's a cool dude, man, and he's a good football player. And I think that the Jets – alongside with Caleb Tanner now, who is one of my favorite players from last year, absolute dog. going be my fucking team, dude. Let's go Jets. You're a Jets guy now. Wow, you heard it here guy. first. I think what I'm going to do for the NFL season this year is figure out a way to have the hypesters and I figure out what my who my team is going to be. I'll probably get like a list of maybe like 10, some guys that I like from Nebraska and other – other colleges that play for teams get them get a list of maybe 10 nfl teams and figure out a way to have the hypesters decide who's going to be my team for the year because i don't have an nfl team people always are like oh you're in nebraska who's your team i'm like buddy i bleed i bleed red and i shit corn i don't like the yeah. fucking nfl yeah i grew i mean i i just exactly you do i bleed red shit corn i don't got time for no other team to follow dude this is this is my life this is my whole entire life Every day I wake up and I think about Nebraska football, there's no other team that can consume my thoughts because my thoughts are fully consumed on Nebraska football. But I like watching players. You know, I like watching players in the NFL. I'll go see Joey B at the Bengals, head coach Zach Taylor, former Nebraska quarterback. Love to see what they're doing. And Dominican Sue on the Eagles, rude for them, you know. I mean, I just like Cam Taylor Britt on the Bengals as well. You just like seeing old Husker guys – playing and 
doing their thing. And yeah, I don't, I don't really give a shit about any NFL team. How do you feel about the Lions, the Detroit Lions? Because they now have, they now have Adrian Martinez, former Nebraska quarterback, former Kansas State quarterback. I was going to say, I think I know that name. Yeah. I think I know that guy, Adrian Martinez. Uh, Good for Adrian going to the Lions. Um, That's all I got to say, dude. uh, Yeah, I have nothing else to say about it. Hopefully he does well. Um, Hopefully he plays at all. He'll he'll make some preseason games. Good signing bonus for him, hopefully. But other than that, that's about it on Adrian Martinez. That's about it. All right, here we go. We uh, we're gonna forecast the old record for the 2023 season for your Nebraska Cornhuskers. We started off at Minnesota Week One. Eddie, what do you think Week One? How do we how do we fare against the Gophers up north? Well, buddy, um, like we were just kind of talking about with that, uh, what Minnesota has to do preparing for a new team, being the first one to play them. That's a very tough thing to do. All of the film that they're going to have to look at, all from different teams and stuff, and not really expecting or knowing what Nebraska is going to give them, I think is a huge advantage for the boys in Scarlet and Cream. And I think that that's something that Nebraska is going to take advantage of. And we're going to go into Minnesota week one, first conference game of the season on August 31st, 2023. And we're going to bust bust through that fucking brick wall like a roulade man does. And we're going to show America what the new Nebraska football is about. And we're going to go in there and and we're going to fucking slice their necks. There's going to be blood on the turf by the time we leave that stadium. And I don't want any deaths to happen. But there they're obvi- they're honestly very well might be some deaths on the field. And ego deaths for Minnesota fans once they realize that their program ain't shit anymore. And there's fucking Nebraska Cornhuskers in the Big Ten West, baby. Yeah, especially because they always fucking beat us the last couple of years and i'm tired of losing to them honestly we should have beat them last year should have beaten the year before fuck minnesota we're beating minnesota we do football game dude yeah. that's gonna be a big 10 football game don't expect us blowing them out i don't think that that will happen but right. it's gonna be a fucking battle out there in the trenches and like i said there will be blood there will be bloodshed on that football field and it's not going to be from Nebraska. No. Number week two, Colorado at Colorado. Deion Sanders' first home game of this season because Colorado <laughs> opens up at TCU. So we already know the whole drama. They're telling the fans not to sell tickets to Nebraska fans because <sighs> we take over the stadium every time we go there. Good luck. What do you think, Eddie? Tell me your, what your result is here, bud. Uh, like you just said, they open up against TCU. So those boys are going to get a run for their money week one. Um, and how many players are going to are they going to have on their fucking sideline, dude? Is it going to look like a JV game Saturday morning where they got like maybe like ten players on the sideline and they play three positions, dude? Because like we were talking about with their transfers, yeah, they got some guys that came in from Alabama, what have you. But they also had guys that transferred in this winter and have left. There was right. a Michigan guy who played in the playoff game against TCU, and he left, dude. He has experience playing for good football teams. He left. There's another guy. Um, I forget where he's from, but but same thing. That these guys practice with Dion, and they go, "This guy's funky, bro. What is what's up this dude's ass?" He's wearing a cowboy hat to the spring game. Has he ever rode on a horse before? Does he chew tobacco? He was he was too afraid to even fucking look at Ralphie, bud. Yeah, dude. The, what a uh, so yeah, I'm, 
and you know you know that that just really quick you know that famous um picture of tom osborne ralphie's coming out that nebraska says get that motherfucker out of here bro get that motherfucker we ain't scared of no ralphie dude no and their own head coach is scared of their fucking mascot what a little bitch what a well, dumb bitch and we're we're also an informative broadcast here so for those that don't know we used to play in the in the big 12 and colorado was the last game of of every season even before um, that the big eight right so this goes back decades generations perhaps so eddie and i both say w's against colorado week three we are no i want to keep talking about colorado a little oh, bit more oh right. okay okay so as you know we aaron i'm planning on going if you have if you want to do your trip aaron that's okay i know where your mind's at whatever um, that's okay. No, no. I honestly, yeah, Eddie, I just needed, I just needed a push in the right direction. And I said it out loud on the podcast. I haven't even said this to you personally. I said it on the podcast. So we could have a raw interaction about it. And right. there's no doubt in my mind, I'm going to be, I'm going to be in Boulder that weekend. You heard it here first from Huskerype radio, that Huskerype radio will be in Boulder, September 9th. Yep. And we're going to wear our red. I don't care who the fuck I'm sitting by. I'm gonna be rowdy. I'm gonna be. I'm. I might not be Nebraska nice. I'm just gonna say that, dude. They. They. they if they. I'm gonna. I'm gonna bring whatever energy they bring back to me. Yeah. Dude. That's a better way to say that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try my best to just be there. I hope everybody has fun. But if some shit happens. I ain't backing down, dude. I ain't backing down. If if Ralphie comes at me. Hands up, yeah. Hands up, and not this kind of hands up. I'm talking fist up, yeah. Boom, boom, Dukes boom. up, Mom you know what I'm yeah. yeah. Dukes up, baby. Fuck, dude. I'll dip spit in his eye. He ain't gonna go nowhere to go. I'm I'm gonna buy some um some striped bibs overalls. I want to wear just oh, overalls nice. to the game. I want to wear just overalls and like a fucking like straw hat and there boots and just show up like a fucking corn fed dude. Should we bring like ears of corn and just yeah. start chucking? Should, them I want to pull one in my pocket like Herbie. Yeah, just like sure. turn around to to the to the rest of the crowd, and then we'll just be like, oh, oh, yeah, 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 bro. Let's get corn that we can eat, and we're just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, bro. I'm gonna be psycho. I'm gonna yeah. be. I'm gonna be a. I'm probably gonna be a psycho during that game. Over over under ten fireball shots before the game starts dude yeah over yeah and the the time hasn't been announced yet so i want this i kind of want this to be like a like a like a 4 p.m kind of ish kickoff because we'll be in mountain mm-hmm. time zone and then it's like fourth quarter will be dark but the first like three quarters of the game will be sun i could imagine it being a big noon kickoff though yeah I could too. Like somebody's gonna take that shit. But but then again, it could be the game of the week if we both if we beat Minnesota and they beat TCU week one. People are gonna want to watch that. Dion's first home game. They were the only spring game that was on ESPN, bro. That could be a that could be a. It's a big storyline, bro. It's two two classic programs with two new head coaches. A great rivalry. I mean, it's gonna be a huge game that week. Um, Yeah. So and we're gonna be there. Heard it here first. Yep. Guys from Husker Ripe Radio are telling you that Husker Ripe Radio is going to be there. I, I The next two games, North, are we done with Colorado? Yes, we Okay. Uh, Northern Illinois and Louisiana Tech, both at home. I don't have anything to say about these games. These are just get-right games that you play because you got to get right. And we're going to beat Northern Illinois. Louisiana Tech, the headline there is Decoldis Crawford. Right. Transferred there, former Nebraska wide receiver, didn't play because he got hurt, and then he transferred to Louisiana Tech, and we play him week four. I hope we fuck his ass up. Right, and uh, yeah, maybe maybe this year, you know, or if it was last year, I might have been a little worried about Northern Illinois or Louisiana Tech, but uh, I think with with our guys this year even though I haven't seen him play a lick of football except for the spring game, 
I don't think that we're going to be underprepared like uh, he who must not be named prepared yeah. us. Yeah, and Georgia Southern, fuck, fuck those guys. Yeah, dude, that was absolutely insane. What a blow. Um, so Ford O coming into at Michigan. No, Michigan's coming here. Bowl oh, game, the bussing bowl, the bussing bowl, week five, oh, the bussing bowl, dude. Holy fuck. I mean, this that's is a team. This is a team that's been to the playoffs the last two years. This is the team that's won the Big Ten the last two years. This is a team that we almost beat the last two years, Eddie. This is a team that we right. can play with. This is a team that we can right. play with and we can beat. Right. What do you what do you think? Well, like they're coming off of a playoff run. Um, they got their quarterback back. They still got good old Jim Harbaugh. That Blake Blake Karam's coming back. Um, but buddy, we're winning this football game, dude. Yeah. We're winning this football yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's out. It's probably going to be under the lights. It's going to be at home. People yes. are going to be fired up. We're four and zero. Matt Rule, new football team. People are going to be drinking that roulade extremely heavily lots of fireball will be drank during that game dude uh do you know this is are we gonna is there gonna be alcohol at the in lincoln this year i know I that the basketball that, yeah team, i think yeah right i think that's the the thing right that's gonna be fucking nuts dude yeah that's gonna be absolutely bonkers when there's is, is it homecoming like right around the beginning of october too this could be uh, homecoming yeah, it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be homecoming. It could be. Cause in the next week we're at Illinois. Do we want to talk about Michigan anymore? I don't really have shit to say. They have they no. have JJ McCarthy as quarterback, good running back. Harbaugh's a great coach, but I agree. Let's go on to And there's a there's a reason that their logo their end is upside down because they don't get the W that game. Exactly. They got we got this, they got that. Yeah. Um, so week we are coming up on week six here, the halfway point at Illinois. They beat us last year. Good coach team by Brett Bilema. Bilema. Mm-hmm. Um, always a good defense by that by that coach. Yeah, what do you think, Ed? He's, he's a Big Ten football guy. This is going to be a tough game. Um, Illinois is going to be a really good football team this year. I think so. Um, but the boys are fired up after beating Michigan 5-0 and on the season. If we win this game, we're bowl eligible, and Matt Rule's getting a fucking pay raise, and Aaron, we're winning. We're winning the ball game, dude. We're winning the ball game. I think that you're right, Eddie. I mean, I look at Illinois. They they're at Purdue the week before. Kind of a soft schedule for them the first five weeks. They do play Penn State. Um. I think it's a win. I think you're right. I think we we beat their ass. It's a close mm-hmm. game in Champaign. They keep it close, but we do sneak out with a victory. This is one of those games, though. You can't. This is one of those games where the guys are riding the high off Michigan, and you don't want them to crash because they're like, "Oh, we already we already beat the Big Ten championship winners." We can't just year. go in there all willy nilly. Yeah. And- we're gonna win this ball game because right. that's not what's gonna happen. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to shed blood on their field. Exactly. Yes. So another win that is six, six and no. Nebraska's <laughs> going bowling, baby. Nebraska's going bowling. We're going bowling. We're and yeah, I I don't even like if there's a team I hate. I actually hate Northwestern more than I hate Iowa. Fuck Northwestern. They beat us last year. Overseas in Ireland and Dublin, they beat us. We were whooping their ass the whole game, and then last second they pull they're pulling out after we try to onside it when we were up like Fort fucking teen. Um, Scott Frost was an idiot. That was the start of the end. Yeah, Northwestern has our number. They win like they've won like six games in the last five years, and three of them are against us. I swear to God. Ah, <sighs> yeah, that hurts, dude. Yeah, and this one's in Lincoln. Um, so six and oh, they're gonna look at Northwestern, they're gonna stomp on these wildcats snack. We're 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 gonna be like a farmer. We're, we're, this is what we're gonna be. This is exactly how it's gonna go. New Herbie, 
He's angry that there's a wildcat. He's it's destroying his crops, destroying his corn. And he's going to take that wildcat. He's going to set up traps around the farm, going to catch that thing. And once he does, he's going to take it out of the trap. He's going to grab its fucking neck and he's going to twist it around in circles. He's going to twist it around in circles. And then he's going to, he's going to rip it out. It's, it's head off its body. He's going to feed the carcass to the cats, the farm cats and the dogs. And he might save the head and get it taxidermied yep. and put it in his house. Yep. No, I, that's exactly what I thought too, Eddie. <laughs> yeah. So Northwestern <laughs> win, win seven and oh, seven and oh, another home game. Purdue, Purdue, another team that's had our number the last couple of years. And here's another team with the new head coach, Jeff Brom left to uh, Louisville. So, Quick question. Louisville, better program than Purdue? That's kind of what I was thinking, bro. Jeff Brom was really building something at Purdue, I felt yeah. like. And that it I he went there because it's his alma mater. Yep. Um, so I really think that was the driving point in him leaving going to Louisville. I wouldn't necessarily say that they're the better program than Purdue. Right. The only thing that they're notable like of is Lamar Jackson, however many years years ago that was. Right. right. That's the only good thing. They they compete in the ACC every year. I feel like you're right. Uh, They do, but yeah, dude, I mean, now Purdue, they have a new head coach and they might change their identity a little bit. So I think that Nebraska has the advantage on Purdue. Purdue won the West last year. So if we can if we can beat the West champions, well, when we beat the West champions, right, that puts us in the driving seat because we're eight now. And buddy, we're eight. Because <laughs> buddy, we're eight. eight <laughs> Holy shit! What a first and, season. And, and, and let's just room. right. And let's just time out here. Let's just talk about the national media, what they're going to be saying when Nebraska is going into at Michigan State eight <sighs> now. I think Joe Klatt's going to shit his pants on national television. Yep. Yeah, dude. I mean, Lee Corso, he'll be on college game. They probably speak in gibberish, holding his pencil going, Dun-dun. not so fast. Not so fast. Not so fast. He's going to pick Michigan State, and so will Kirk Herbstreit, and so will Desmond Howard, and so will all those dumb motherfuckers. Bro, Eddie, you just Eddie, like I don't know what just happened, but when you said the name Desmond Howard, bro, my fucking blood just started boiling. I hate Desmond Howard to my core of my fucking being. Desmond Howard, I know you're listening right now. Go ahead and turn it up, Desmond Howard. Yeah, fuck you, dude. Remember when we were trying to be the starters of of college football during COVID, and and Desmond Howard says to kick Nebraska out of the Big Ten because for whatever fucking reason, because we're trying to play ball. We don't care where we play at. If we're playing the Big 12 players, ACC players, no one wanted to play the boys, so we're trying to figure out how to play ball. And if you don't like that, then you're soft as fuck, Desmond Howard. That's a very soft take from Desmond, and he is a pussy for that. Um, And he's he's also going to be butthurt because we beat Michigan in in week five. So he's not going to like that at all. And he's going to be going, this Nebraska, they don't deserve to be, what, 8-0 coming into Michigan State. And he doesn't want to see us succeed, but we're going to go into East Lansing and uh, win. We're going to win. We're going to win. Uh, Michigan State has at Minnesota the week before. So their their quarterback, Peyton Thorne, just transferred. Just transferred. Good point, Eddie. Great point. Mel Tucker. guy. Mel Tucker's had his number against Nebraska, head coach of Michigan State. But Tuck Cummin, that's the saying that they say up there in East Lansing, Tuck Cummin. Buddy, he sucked dick last year, bud. Tuck's, the only place Tuck's coming is on his own stomach because he ain't coming nowhere. <laughs> so uh, Mel, Tuck, Mel Tucker tucks his, his penis because he wants to be a, a lady. Well, we're an ally. We are, we we don't drink Bud Light, but we're still allies. So yeah, but I'm just stating facts, dude. Right. He tucks his penis during football games. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to feel it. 
That's his choice. So nine and zero. Fuck Michigan State. We're going against Maryland. Do they have anybody? Is Tagovailoa still the quarterback there? What's yeah. what what's the status of of that program, Eddie? Uh, you know, uh, I got an insider of the Maryland football program, Billy the bartender, down at the Newport Landing. Shout out Billy the bartender. Shout out Billy. Um, he's a, he's from Maryland, big Maryland football fan, and he's saying he's excited for this year. He said he watched their spring game. They played their spring game the other day. He said yeah, they they look good. Tua looks good. They were hitting in the spring game. Um, but at the end of the day, they're the turtles, and we're the Huskers. Has Maryland ever beat us? I don't. I don't, I don't think so. No, and and usually, like I remember, what a couple of years ago when we when we did play them and we kind of sucked, we kicked the shit out of them, right, at their house. Yeah. Um, so yeah, dude. I mean, they do got Tagovailoa. They got two his little brother. I don't even what's his name. Talia. Tualia. Yeah, Tualia. Talia. Um. So, yeah, I have nothing else to say about Maryland. Me so, ten and out. Ten and out. Holy Whoa. shit! Wisconsin, I you know Wisconsin's a program that is showing some progress. Paul well, Chris, Paul Chris fired. Who's their head coach? Jim Leonard. Dude, and I feel like you know what I feel like this Wisconsin firing. This is this is 2013 Bo Pelini, Nebraska all over again, dude. Should have kept him. Buddies win winning nine games every every year. Yep. You don't you don't fuck with that, dude. Was it official that Jim Leonard is going to be the head coach for them? No, it's um, what's his name? Luke Fickle, Cincinnati guy. Oh my fucking god, dude! Yes, why did yeah. I not remember that? Yeah, it's Luke Fickle. So he he's been to the playoffs before. He's a, he's a good head coach. Um, better pick than Mike Riley after Bo Pelini. I'll give I'll give Wisconsin that one. Um, but they're kind of I feel like Luke Fickle is more of a passing guy and Wisconsin's gonna stray away from their identity of be, being a running football team. So that will be interesting on what they're gonna be like. And this is the second to last game of the season. So yeah, they will they, I mean Nebraska, our identity will be set and theirs will be set too. It's gonna be a battle of new head coaches. And it's going to be interesting to see what they do on offense um, from previous years. I agree, Ed. Who I'm curious about who Wisconsin's offensive coordinator is and what his scheme is, because you you make a good point. If they try to run some sort of AAC Cincinnati offense in the Big Ten, it'll be like what happened with us with Scott Frost and the UCF offense. He we're not gonna they're not gonna do well. It's a tough league, dude. It's a hard-nosed league. It's it's trenches. It's fucking hitting each other between the tackles and the lines, and that offense will not work. You're right, dude. You're exactly right. And uh, I think because of that. W. 11-0 going into Iowa. 11-0. At, at Lincoln. In Lincoln, Nebraska this year. And I'm going to tell you this right now, Aaron. We're 11-0. Iowa's coming to our place. These dumb Hawkeyes, this made-up fucking bird that those idiots out wandering around, acronym for Iowa. Yep. Made. Dude, they're they're gonna get oh my god, it's gonna be a fucking call the cops. Bloodbath. Get the get get they usually have one ambulance waiting for dude. I don't want it to happen, but bring five. Bring five, dude. It will prevention. It's be disgusting. Yeah, you got to be prepared for when slaughter happens because you don't know when it will or when when horror strikes, but it's inevitable. And we're gonna um, Iowa's new quarterback. What's his name? Cade McNamara. There's a reason why he didn't start for. There's a reason why he didn't start for fucking Michigan, buddy. Yeah, I forgot that, dude. Yeah. Cade McNamara, and then their their um, nepotistic yeah the Ferentz, Ferentz's. Brian Ferentz be there. I, I'm pretty plugged in with the with the Iowa fan base, just with my friends. 
Well, your dad has season tickets. And my dad has season tickets. I have my dad's a hawk. <sighs> fuck, fuck Brian Ferentz. No one likes him. His scheme is awful. He, at best, is an offensive line coach. To be a coordinator and not know how to put up points. Caitlin, Caitlin Clark, the Iowa women's basketball player, had more points in the tournament, in the NCAA tournament, than Iowa football did all had all year. Oh, my God. How about that one, Eddie? Fuck oh Iowa. Oh, my God. How embarrassing. Right. Not because she's a woman. She's a, a fantastic, <laughs> fantastic basketball player. I'm not saying that at all. But that in the tournament, you can't score more. A, a, a basketball score equals two points. A touchdown equals six. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. And, and Iowa had the number one scoring defense in the nation last year. That's cool. Good for them. And they but, still they still don't score points for shit, bud. You know, Syracuse's Tony White had the fifth scoring defense last year. Facts. That's a fact. Top ten. And, and think about this um Iowa, this Iowa offensive line. Oh, they're so good. They they're a very good offensive line. Um, I will give that to the to the Iowa Hawkeyes. Always, always having good offensive linemen. But but we're we're only putting three guys on that line, dude. They're they're gonna be blocking fucking ghosts. We're gonna be blitzing from the ends. We're gonna be tackling after they after they run it for two yards. They're not even gonna know what to do with their hands. Well, and I feel like they don't even have like receivers that are that great anymore. They have a couple of good tight ends as they always do, but to like a handful of their good receivers transferred out. Keegan Johnson at K State now. Yeah. Do they have a lot of good skill players? They always have one decent running back, but I don't think that they're like an attraction. You don't hear their name with the transfer portal. You don't hear people wanting to go to Iowa. No. Cade McNamara and their uh, whatever all, whatever his name, the tight end from Michigan, they both came at the same time. That's the only news I've heard for the Iowa transfer portal. Right. Yeah. And I think that, uh, what's his name? Kirk Ferentz, the head coach. He's showing signs of early onset dementia. He might not even know what's going on right now. He's kind of like he he's a wannabe Tom Osborne. Is he's a he Joe Biden esque guy? He's out here yeah. falling off his bike. He's a he's a wannabe, bro. He's he's not it. He's not it. And I'm so glad that we don't have a guy like that leading our program. I'm glad we got Mr. Matt Rule. Yeah, I'm not drinking any Ferenc Aid. That yeah. shit probably tastes like ass. Yeah, that's just it probably. Oh, I can taste it already. It tastes like farts, dude. Yeah, bro. It like farts, like old man farts. Hey, can I? You're out, you're sit, Imagine this, Ed. You're sitting at a bar. Bartender comes up. <clears throat> hey, how about a glass of Ferenc aid? Uh, I'm leaving. <laughs> now, let's say, same same thing. Hey, how about a glass of Roulade? Uh, give it to me. Three, please. I'll take three, please. Yes. Exactly. Keep it going. <laughs> Do you have any more of this? I will buy it for the whole entire bar. And every, and that's when the bar goes absolutely insane in the bananas. They start buying bleed red t-shirt, bleed red shit corn t-shirts. Everybody, next thing you know, the whole entire night, everybody's either shirtless or is wearing a bleed red shit corn t-shirt. We're popping off. We're drinking roulade. Maybe a little fireball mix in there, some bush light too. And it's a party. But if you're bringing, if you're, same with the house party. If you come in, you bring roulade, let's go. Dude, life of the party. Yes, you're the life of the party, dude. You probably got more than just roulade in your pockets. Imagine all the bitches coming up to you when you come up to the party with some roulade. You got roulade. He has did you you might want to talk to that guy because he has roulade. Um, Lisa, did you see the cock on that guy with the roulade? Yeah, it's big. It's big. Holy. So shit. yeah, uh, that finishes the season twelve and zero. Nebraska's going undefeated in the regular season. Shock the world, dude! Nobody knows what to do. Now. You heard it here first. Big Ten West champions. 
Nebraska Cornhuskers. Big Ten Championship. We're going to play Ohio State. Yeah, good, good, because we don't play them the regular season, so we got to. I want to play them because I want to beat their ass. Exactly. And <laughs> yeah, we're going. So thirteen and zero, and then we're going to the playoffs, and then we're going to be who Alabama and Georgia. Think, who do you think we play in the playoffs? I think we probably play Alabama or Georgia. Or LSU. Nick Saban, Nick Saban has his least scary team this this from his from since the beginning of of his tenure yeah. at Alabama. So we go in there, we beat Alabama. Mm-hmm. Matt Rule says, "I'm that guy." Uh, it'll be Georgia number one. We're number two. Alabama's number three, and then uh, Oregon's going to be four, and we're going to beat Alabama. I'm going to say Florida State. Okay, Florida State. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like- but yeah, dude, we're gonna go in there and we're, we're gonna hoist up that trophy, dude. And I'm gonna get Matt Rule's face on my body forever. And we're gonna be there. And we're gonna be there because we'll get media passes. We won't even have to pay. No. Yeah, that's the best part about you know being these guys. Yeah. So that's well, it. Nebraska yeah, that's it. National championship in 2023, dude. What if it was at the I. Where did they play the national championship this year? Um, I don't know that answer. Here, I'll look it up quick. Go ahead, go ahead and tell them to like and subscribe and do the stuff while I look this up. Um oh dude. Oh no, no, 2024. You gotta look up 2024. Uh NRG Stadium. Where's that? Houston. Houston. Yep. Houston. So the boys will be in Houston on January 8th. There we go. Um, We're Husker Hype Radio at all platforms, guys. If you don't follow us already, if you haven't shared us to a friend already. What are you doing? You're not a real hypester. You're not a tier one hypester. It's also really fucked up that you're keeping this to yourself. Right. That that you're keeping the greatness of Husker Hype Radio to yourself. That's that's a very selfish thing. And as Husker Hypesters, I know that you guys aren't selfish. So if you're doing that, you need to figure it out and tell everybody where to well, go. And I can see it. You could be closeted. You could be closeted. You're kind of maybe afraid, not sure what people are going to think. But you know what? Just 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 act like how Eddie and I act. Unafraid. Yeah. Okay. We'll get through it together. And if you need help in these trying times, that's when you need a friend. So reach out to somebody and invite them to the program. Exactly. We're making funny videos. Aaron's fucking posting up news highlights. And if you guys have any content ideas, we'd love to hear them. Don't be afraid to DM us. We respond. And I mean, I think that's about it, dude. What a great podcast. Thank you guys for uh, listening and staying along with us here. It's it's getting better every week, man. And and then that's the only thing that we're going, we're going up. We're going up. It's like this. No, no, no downhill. No no dips. It's all. Yeah. No dips. And if we do. This is a never ending uphill roller coaster. Well, I would argue that's kind of a shitty roller coaster, honestly. Okay, then how can we make it to where it 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 might go down, but that but that's the most thrill. Yeah. So so the downhill is not necessarily a downhill like production. Like bad. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. It's even more fun than the uphill. Right. Actually, going downhill is better than going uphill. Right. And we want to never. Actually, we want a never-ending downhill. Is what we really want because we're. What's like sledding? You don't want to stop sledding. You want to keep going downhill. Right, and it's not. It's not a downward spiral as we right. like. It's it's a downward thrill. It's holy fucking shit. We're going 120 miles an hour. My face is peeling to the back of my head. I don't even know what to do right now. I'm might be ejaculating <laughs> it's thrill bro it's a 10 out of 10 thrill 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 and joy what's what's our what's our uh um, um thrill and enjoyment is it wait is that what it is excitement 
excitement. Thrill and excitement. Yeah. So if you can, it's the thrill excitement ratio, what me and Aaron invented probably two or three years back when we were going to Six Flags Magic Mountain. Great place. Absolutely spectacular place to bring anybody if you want a top thrill. It's fucking awesome, dude. But there's there's thrill and excitement. And each of these thrills, so it's it's a scale of 10, but thrill is zero to five and excitement is also zero to five. So you can have a ton of thrill, but you might not, I think it's enjoyment. Actually. Yeah, I think it is enjoyment now that I'm thinking about it's it. Enjoyment. Yeah, you could have a lot of thrill, but if you weren't, if you weren't enjoying it that much, it could be maybe a five. If it's thrill and enjoyment at the same time, five out of five, five out of five, that's a 10. So exactly. just kind of think about that through your daily life, what you're doing, if you're getting a good amount of thrill and a good amount of enjoyment, then you're doing it right. Absolutely. And that's a great place to finish it there, Ed. That was, that was well said. Yeah, dude. Fuck, baby. Well, awesome. Tap the bell, like, subscribe, do the stuff, bleed red shit, corn, shirts. Shirts coming soon, folks. We're going to have shirts I'm thinking koozies. I think that that'd be really fun to do is koozies, um, stickers. So you can slap those fuckers on anywhere. If you live in a place like Iowa city, maybe, or, um, you know, Boulder in Denver, you just fucking slap that shit on there right over Ralphie or a Hawkeye or whatever it may be. And, uh, let people know that Huskripe radio is in town that we got hypesters all around the world. And, and uh yeah that's it man absolutely and this has been another week of husker hype radio with aaron and ed aaron you're pitting bud are you a little excited here dude my thrill and ex- my thrill and excitement <laughs> level was off the fucking was, roof dude was this a 10 out of 10 on thrill and i i enjoyed it and it was thrilling man 10 out of 10 God damn it, dude. We just found out that Nebraska's winning the national championship this year. All right. See you. Awesome.